0: It is clear from the scriptures that the human mind cannot comprehend what awaits us after death. What heaven or hell will be like is beyond our experience, and therefore beyond our finite mind's ability to grasp. Couple that with the idea of eternity, and we might be able to fathom the inability of some to believe that there is a life after death. Today on Drawing Near, we get a glimpse of the throne of God in heaven and our glimpse is through the eyes of another. So if you're ready, take your Bible and turn to the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 4, as we prepare to study around His magnificent throne. Before we begin our study, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this revelation. It gives us encouragement and comfort, and helps to prepare us for the death that we all embrace before we come before your throne. Father, help us to be sober-minded about that event. It is a serious thing to come before your throne. And yet, through our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are told in Hebrews that we can boldly approach the throne of grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for his ministry on our behalf, paying for our sin, and providing the hope that each believer has in Jesus Christ for eternal life. Father, help us, as we study these words, to also prepare ourselves by living out a holy, righteous life through the power of your Holy Spirit and in cooperation with the body of Christ. Help us to remember to encourage one another to love and good works, because the day is coming when our works will be tested by fire, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Now guide us in our study and help us, Father, to understand what you would have each of us to understand. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So let's look at these 11 verses together. In verse 1 we read, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, And behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, And voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature had a face like a man and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was, and is, and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and praise, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. So, verse 1 and the first part of verse 2 set the scene for what we are looking at. John's in the Spirit on the Lord's day. He sees a door standing open in heaven. He hears a voice like a trumpet speaking with him. And he is commanded to come up here, and Jesus will show him all things which must take place after this. Now, before we move on, Jesus is showing John things which must take place after this. Not might, not even will. These things must take place. These things are a part of God's providential plan for his creation. God is accomplishing his purpose. Then in the first part of verse 2, we read, Immediately I was in the Spirit. John isn't imagining these things. John takes a spiritual visit. The word Spirit literally means ephemeral or air. John is in a spiritual form. He's not in his physical body. He was in the spirit. We need to remember we are spirit housed in flesh. The spirit is no less real, no less tangible, so to speak, than our physical body. The rest of this chapter, in fact, the rest of Revelation, can be broken down into two parts. Part one What does John see? The second part what does John hear? And this chapter is very, very good for us because it helps us to zero in on those two things. So today we're going to take a look at what John sees. Then, Lord willing, in our next broadcast, we'll examine what John hears in chapter 4. So John says, immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, look, John is pointing out and emphasizing that he sees something wondrous or important. And behold, a throne set in heaven. The first thing John sees is the throne. And the throne is clearly indicative of majesty, of a king. And so he sees this throne. Now, I'm not certain why he doesn't see the one on the throne first. Maybe it's because everything that happens in chapter four is centered on the throne. We hear words like, around the throne, before the throne, from the throne, in the midst of the throne. Everything comes from the throne. It may have something to do with the fact no one has ever seen God and lived. And so John doesn't get away with seeing God and living. What he sees is this throne, and then he sees a presence coming from this throne. Remember, Jesus tells us that God is a spirit, and they who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So John sees a throne set in heaven, and one who sat on the throne. He goes on in verse 3, and he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. So John doesn't see a face and arms and legs and a body. Rather, He who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. Now, after doing some research, we find that a jasper is this multifaceted, sometimes multicolored stone that has different types of appearances. Most who examine the jasper in Scripture liken it to our diamond. Clear, crystalline. They also liken a sardius stone to a reddish stone like a ruby, also fairly transparent. If that is the case, then what we see here is a radiant aura coming from the throne with the appearance of a diamond and a ruby, yet transparent. It is believed that the whiteness or the clarity of the diamond represents the perfect righteousness and holiness of God, and the redness of the sardius represents God's wrath or judgment. Around the throne, John sees a rainbow in appearance like an emerald. The emerald may represent life or grace and mercy. If that's the case, what we see here is the purity and holiness of God, his judgment, his wrath against sin, and yet his mercy and grace all emanating from the throne and around the throne. In verse 4, John also sees 24 thrones, and on those thrones he sees 24 elders sitting. Each of them is clothed in white robes, which represents their sins having been cleansed. They had crowns of gold on their head. And as we continue to examine what John sees, there are seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Verse 6, before the throne there was a sea of glass Like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. The most obvious thing we can say about these four living creatures is that they represent elements in God's creation. The lion would represent the beasts. The calf would represent the cattle. Obviously, the one with a face like a man would represent mankind. And the flying eagle would represent the birds of the air. Beyond that, it is difficult to say what these creatures mean or represent. It may simply be that they represent all of creation glorifying and praising God constantly before and around and in the midst of his throne. I think sometimes in our pursuit for understanding or gaining the meaning of what we see in the book of Revelation, we simply miss the beauty and the majesty, the wonder of all that is revealed to us here we see a throne in heaven. The one who sits on it radiates the jasper and sardius stone in appearance. There is a rainbow that looks like an emerald in color around the throne. There are 24 lesser thrones around this great throne and 24 elders sitting on those thrones clothed in white robes with gold crowns on their heads. There are seven lamps constantly burning before the throne, the sevenfold Spirit of God. And there is a mighty sea of glass like crystal before the throne. And around this throne, in the midst of this throne, there are four living creatures, full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature looks like a lion, the second like a calf, the third has the face of a man, and the fourth Is like a flying eagle. This is just what we see. There are sounds that are combined with all that John sees. And Lord willing, we will explore what John hears coming from the throne and around the throne in our next broadcast. But do not let our search for meaning keep us from seeing the beauty and the wonder and the majesty that is portrayed before us. This is wondrous. This is glorious. This is home. O Father in heaven, when we pray to you, we pray to the one whose presence is identified with this throne. You are the one in appearance like Jasper and Sardius. It is around you that the emerald rainbow stands. The elders are around you, the living creatures around you the sevenfold spirit before you, and we get to pray to you as our Father. This is beyond words, beyond comprehension or expression. You care for us. You sent your son Jesus to die on the cross to redeem us for yourself. Help us not in adulterated sin to remain distant and far from you. Help us not to be casual, complacent, but rather help us to love you with all of our soul, all of our heart, all of our mind and strength. Help us to abide in you, to draw near. Father, this view that you give us of your throne room in heaven is compelling. Protect us from simply analyzing it, evaluating it. Guide us into appreciating it, seeing it for the beauty and the wonder and the glory that it is. Help us, Father, to understand not just the meaning of these things, but your purpose in showing them to us. You have opened a door in heaven that we might see through the eyes of John. Help us to truly see. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.